a bonus edition of Neighbours, live from the Pirate Net Studios, where we will be discussing Neighbours vs. Zombies, the Halloween YouTube special episodes. If you just go to youtube.com slash neighbours, you can watch them. I'm Vaya. I'm Kate. And I'm special guest uh, KB. KB lives here in the Pirate Net Studios <laughs> with me. <laughs> just moved out of the man shed. Yeah. Yeah. So there's five mini episodes and... They were specially commissioned and they were made sort of alongside the actual show and with the involvement of an Australian YouTuber called Luna Maroon, who... I think it's pronounced Lana Maroon. Lana Maroon. (laughs) (laughs) But then her username on Twitter is Luna Tuna. Luna Tuna. Mm. Which is Lana Tuna. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's all about transmedia. Just go across YouTube, Mm. Twitter... Follow everyone mm. and you get the whole story. You piece it all together yeah. of who's involved and how it all happened. So we can start off with episode one and we've got Mason, who Kate affectionately knows as... Munter. Munter. <laughs> Munter's back. Look, we thought we were rid of him forever. And look, I'm a bit sad he's not a zombie at this stage, yeah. but yeah. This is the guy who looks like ventriloquist dummy Zach Braff. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I should say for a start that... For a non-viewer like me, and I'm, I'll be up front, I'm not a Neighbours viewer, every episode that I catch is Neighbours vs. Zombies because <laughs> I don't know who anybody is. They could all be back from the dead. Yeah. I recognise Toadie. Toadie's got a blonde wife. That rings true to me from when I watched 14 <laughs> years ago. Uh, Dr. Carl and Susan are together. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're not. They're not. So it's, this is one of the on times. There you go. And, and did um, you have this moment where you're like, oh, Paul's back. Mm, Paul's always been there in my heart, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he hasn't always been the mayor. Oh, that's true. No, he's, yeah. yeah. Okay. He still runs the hotel chain, but he's a, he's a mayor in his spare time. Yeah, part-time mayor. So, um, yeah, this is not a series that's made for non-fans, which is... That's true. To, no. the, the web series, it, it, which is weird, because it seems to me like a big outreach kind of deal. All of the YouTube fans and Lana Marounds people <laughs> and the, the casual viewers like mm. me might have called, ooh, Neighbours of Zombies could be fun. But it is so dense and so self-referential that I yeah. could not follow there what was, was going on. Definitely self-referential. There was a lot of characters where I'm like, oh, you know, I used to watch him when I was a teenager and I had a soft spot for him. So it was good to see them again. But also Robbo, for me, because I dipped out during the whole Robbo storyline. Yeah. I, I was a bit bored by it. And the fact that they put such an emphasis on Robbo didn't, for me as a yeah. fan, didn't resonate. I would have much preferred they resurrected some other dead I, people. I, guess, I would have liked Julie yeah. to have come back. You so know? Robbo's, oh, the, the, Robbo's the, the main bad zombie. A whole bunch of characters come back and they all do different stuff. But Robbo's the one who actually just full on walking deads it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because Robbo was a truly bad dude in right. real life, whereas none of the other returning zombies were bad people. No. Yeah. Zom- uh, Zombo. <laughs> Robbo. Zombo, yeah. Zombo released like a sex tape of him and Amber. Oh, yes, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, he was a massive creeper. And then he was actually, he died from being run over by um, Christos's boyfriend. Yeah. Which was a bit of a who, who killed Robbo um, yeah. storyline. Which is what landed Christos's boyfriend in jail. Now, so Mason is the brother of Amber and Bailey. and yep, they, the you, oldest brother. Yes, and he's been working at Lasseter's Darwin mm, very successfully. Mm. With his slapper, it, slapper girlfriend. Because it's a chain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's Erinsborough. New York. Darwin. <laughs> Paris. Dubai. 
Oh, was it Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. Yeah. I think both, actually. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many Seriously. of these are jokes? No, none of them are jokes. Everything we said is real. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then, so, uh, Ventriloquist Dummy Zach Braff is no longer on the show. He's no. just back for this alternate universe thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is a relief, to and, be honest. And also, the lady blogger, goth lady, Lana Marana. Yeah, who plays Hope, which we'll get to in a moment. But she's also not on the show no. as, as we speak. Okay. So I think that what they had to do for scheduling is cast a couple of people that were in the Neighbours universe, but mm. that weren't currently working on the show. So or they could what? schedule it all. Unemployed. Right. Well, so they could still get a bit of Carl, yeah. a bit of Toadie, a bit of all of that jazz, mm. but then have they other characters. They didn't have to carry the show. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, cool. Mm. Yeah, which was nice. Now, firstly, I must say the lighting is gorgeous. Love, I love grungy lit Neighbours. Mm. And oh, and the, the new theme song is fantastic. Gorgeous theme song, which we discovered is by Luna Maroon. And she, she sang it as well. Yep. And you can watch the video clip on... It's Lam- hilarious. Lam- Lam- <laughs> on her channel. She's changed the lyrics and turned it into a bit of, what, 90s grunge? Or a little bit Killing Heidi? I don't know. Yeah. Some, and yeah. it's all about um, when neighbours... Um, Eat their neighbours and that's when neighbours need more brains. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Kind of well, let's, look, let's just listen to a bit of it now. Yeah. And I really think it's a shame that the current theme song is not that. Exactly. I yeah. think they could just re-record that with the actual main lyrics. And I, want, I want the guy playing the drums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we have so- Sonia and Toadie, and we open on Toadie saying, D is for daddy. Yeah. Oh, so, and he's talking right to camera, yeah. and it's like Toadie's talking right at me, and I'm, I love it. I would watch a sitcom with Toadie and Sonia. Any day. Oh, no, no, not Sonia. Not a fan? Kate's not a fan. I like mm. Sonia. Well, I think for me, uh, Toadie and Sonia and Stefan Dennis, I would I would watch in a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's got the fake leg. Yeah, which that's oh, yeah, not going well, you don't know. That's I don't know about anybody's he, he's leg. He's only got one leg. Yeah. Stefan Dennis? No, yeah, Paul. Paul. Okay. After they threw him off the balcony. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, cliff? Uh, some mafioso oh, threw him off a cliff. That's right. Yeah. He's been thrown off a balcony and a cliff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Different... Cliffhangers, literally. Yeah, and it later emerges in the in this webisode that he also is responsible for the plane crash that I didn't know happened, or his son is. He's troubled. We'll anyway. get into yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Right. yeah. So whatever nefarious activities have gone down, mm. it pulls behind them. All right, but we're still on episode one. Yes, and so, so Sonia and Toadie are going to go watch a scary movie. There's a bit of lol banter back and forth mm. about do you like scary movies and all that jazz. Oh, because Nell isn't there. Nell, for the first time ever, is in Colac without her parents. Oh, she's staying with Angie and Big Kev. Yes, yes. Great. Yeah. Yep, yep. And so then we meet Hope Gottlieb, who is played by Luna Maroon, Lana Maroon. Maroon. <laughs> and this, I, I can fill you in on who Hope Gottlieb is. Please yeah. do. Be- because I remember from when I was but a wee child myself. Because I, I tweeted you and said, is this Bruce Samazan's daughter? I was like, oh, no, no. This baby Hope, her mum was Phoebe, who was um, a teen mum dating Todd Landers, who is from the old day of Neighbours. Yep. Uh, he, he started, I think, at the same time as Scott and Charlene's wedding. Yep. Um, now, sad story about Todd is that, oh, because they were teen parents, 
um, they decided to have an abortion yep. with, with little baby Hope. And that, I think that was probably the first time I'd heard of an abortion clinic she was, as a child. I don't think she was called Hope yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> she was called an unwanted nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the way to the abortion clinic to stop Hope being aborted, um, Todd got run over and killed. Oh, man. Um, Phoebe changed her mind. And then a couple of months later, Phoebe saw the ghost of Todd in a mirror. Um, and he <laughs> said, it's all right. You can move on. You can marry... Um, Stephen, because I looked this up. Yes, yes. Now, he was someone famous. Was he a daddo? I can't remember. Anyway. Let's just say he was a daddo. <laughs> yes. Stephen Daddo. And, and now, Todd, I remember. Todd was Christian Smith. Yes, yes. That I knew. He still acts. He could have been in this. Yeah. Except that he is dead. So he could have zombied up? Yeah, he could have been a zombie. Todd is yeah, dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Todd's dead. <laughs> yes. So, Hope, who I love, by the way, Luna <laughs> Moran, does a great job as great. Hope. Yeah, she's a fun, funky character. I'd love to see her in the main show. And she's a vlogger, which they bring into tie in her YouTube mm. background. And she's, she's got her camera everywhere and she's here to investigate why all this waste is being dumped into Lassiter's Lake. <laughs> I know, padlocks. <laughs> yeah. Carl's CDs are in there. Yeah. All manner of craps in there. People. So I missed that kind of, that, that, that minor plot point um, about the toxic waste. Yeah. It just seemed like she was generic green vlogger. Um, but that turned out to be part of the surprisingly tightly plotted whole webisode mm. thing where mm. everything actually is really well written. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apart from, for me, the first episode where there's a bunch of people talking to camera and it's all a little bit, you're dead, am I? Yeah, no, you're definitely dead here. I've <laughs> yeah. got it on my phone. And because of the actual um, gloomy lighting, it was actually important for me to have, have it pointed out who was dead and who was alive mm, mm. because they all kind of looked a bit pale and ghostly. Oh, yes. um, yeah, no, Manta looked like a zombie already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we end Monday's episode going through this graveyard and we see Madge's gravestone and then we see David Bishop, Harold's son, mm. back from the dead. So the thing that surprised me there, first of all, Madge's gravestone says Madge. So that was her birthday, I it think? It said Margaret in oh, brackets Madge, Madge Bishop. Sure. I need to go back and look at that because I'm pretty sure I took a screen cap of her gravestone when um, Harold married the spray. Back and in the day. No, no, when Harold married the lady from the spray and wipe ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he went to visit her grave to say, oh, look, sorry, love, I'm getting remarried. He cleans up every surface. But I, I distinctly recall mm. that it said, um, you know, whatever her name was, Bishop. You know, wife of Harold doesn't mention your know, mother of Henry and Charlene. But anyway, no, I so digress. you're saying they've changed the grave? I don't know. I need to go back and check it. Um, but uh, so that surprised me that Aaronsboro has a cemetery. I suppose doesn't surprise me. It should, um, but it's that, got that, an that, airport and stuff anyway. But yeah. also, it's got a compost heap, which is where the hand was emerging from, from what I could yeah. tell. Oh, that's got to be Sonia's compost heap, surely. <laughs> and then Zombie Stingray has arrived, which is awesome because Stingray was such an awesome character and um, he's using his, some of his stock lines like Cake Taker and Spiggin Awesome. I didn't yeah. get enough Spiggin. No, actually. no. I was expecting all there's, Spiggin all the time. It's a Spiggin deficiency in Erinsborough at the moment. Yeah. But then um, poor Stingers predates YouTube yeah. and doesn't know what a vlogger is. He doesn't, doesn't know what Hope's doing there. Doesn't know what an iPhone is but like he's pretty impressed with it which we would be if you were undead. So Hope's talking to camera and she says the word email and that for me is like the Neighbours from my childhood has just watched Back to the Future. It's <laughs> like the whole idea of YouTube being in the Erinsborough world is totally weird to me. Well, normally they come up with a different name for it, like Google's Poodle yeah. or, or the search engine. Yeah, and and Tinder is like... Finger? <laughs> <laughs> so YouTube should be like me screen or something. Yeah, exactly. 
weirdly, and I think I feel a little bit sorry for Lanham around here because TV characters pretending to be YouTubers always look lamer than actual YouTubers. Yeah. Um, so she comes off kind of annoying and weird mm. in that, hello, the internet world, I'm standing here in Erinsborough. Uh, but she does kind of roll with it straight away when she meets this Stingray guy and uh, zombie Brett McKenzie oh. and says, hang on, according to my research, you're dead. Well, but she knew Stingray, oh, that, which okay. was a great tie-in because she said, I remember I was like the year behind you at high school, which I thought, wait, what? That's fantastic. She said that because, and then I went back and had a look at um, Perfect Blend, um, yeah. Hope Gottlieb. Yes, because they moved to Anson's Corner, which is just the next suburb. So it's feasible that she would have gone to Erin's Bar oh. High. And I think that's a great tie-in. That's amazing. But all the babies that were born on Ramsey Street, yeah, they did end up going to Erin's Bar High. We just don't see them. I love that. I really love that. And it shows shows how much they're packed into this because I missed that totally because I was trying to remember Brett McKenzie's name. (laughs) Brett McKenzie is from Flight of the Concords for those playing along. And so we go into Ep 2, which is establishing that it's been 10 years since David and the bishops died. That frightened me. That that really frightened me. And look. We'll just do a wrap up for KB about how David died yeah. as well. So this is quite traumatic for me yeah. to relive this. They um for some sort of celebration to do with Lassiter's, I think. Um, Paul hired a, a old one of those ye olde planes from Essendon Airport and decided to take a trip to Tassie with all the neighbours, and they were dressed up in thirties gear, weren't they? Something like that. It's probably the same thirties gear that ended up at the bric-a-brac shop for the <laughs> Great Gatsby party. <laughs> and um. Paul so had, I'm smelling Amelia Earhart here. Exactly. <laughs> Paul's, Paul had triplets, which you might remember from the oldie days as well. Just don't remember that. Um, no. Two of which were identical sons. And one was, was a false leg. One was evil. <laughs> oh. So the evil triplet rigged it so that... <laughs> and and the, the best way you can remember who the evil triplet was, was so there was Cam and there was Robert, which means there was a character called Robert Robinson, a.k.a. Rob Rob. Rob Rob. And that's why he turned out evil. Yeah. Makes sense. And so... They went up in a plane, David and Liliana and Serena. And Liliana, yes. they were Serbian. I really liked that family because they introduced a bit of um, European background. But then whenever you, uh, whenever there is diversity on Ramsey Street, it must be killed off immediately. So David, Liliana and their daughter went down in the plane crash. Just those three, I think. I don't, maybe a pilot. Somebody washed up on shore. I, look, I Probably the pilot. But look, um, and so Harold's entire family wiped out. But, cool. but Harold's family does have a really good record for surviving Bass Strait accidents. Hmm. And they bring that up. So they, these Toadie wonders if David's just suffering from Harold's bout of amnesia and just can't remember yeah. going down in the plane well, crash. He's not in the Salvo's uniform. No. <laughs> but he also, he's kind of rolling with it too. He's quite happy to be back. And to start, Kevin Harrington hasn't aged. He was middle-aged no. then and he's middle-aged now and he'll be middle-aged when he genuinely comes back but as a zombie. He, he looked the same back in the Scott and Charlene era. Yeah. Yeah, as well yeah. yeah amazing and i what i really like about his character arc is that he doesn't seem to zombie up at all and there's a mention of this in mm. the final but his main concern is soap operatics all he wants to do yeah. is find paul and sort out this plane crash nonsense once mm. and for all and get revenge on paul because paul cheated on his paul wife rooted his wife yeah. yeah so zombie stingray is just hungry for stuff and zombie kevin harrington is like Let's talk about the issues. <laughs> and zombie Robbo, zombie Robbo is gone Evil. full 28 days later. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Now, and, uh, and Dave, oh. David has this great line where he goes, wait, Carl and Susan are married? This is upside down. Oh, and next should be saying, you know, Sky is a model citizen. And, and, and Paul Paul's Robinson's in town. town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the mayor. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, well, who's the prime minister? Oh, Tony Abbott. 
and then there's connections. And everyone rolls around laughing, even though no one would have heard of Tony Abbott 10 years ago. No, no. But then um, David said, oh, this is all just a joke from Janelle, which I thought was a nice shout out to Janelle. Janelle Timmons, I miss her. I really miss her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who she is. She had like four bogan kids and it was great. Yeah. Sure. She's Stingray's mum, actually. Oh, we all miss Janelle. Stingray, Janae, Brianna. A. And the older one, Dylan. So they say, we've got to get you to a doctor, Kevin Harrington, because that's what you do when someone's dead for 10 years. And you know who says that? Carl, who's a doctor. (laughs) Or have I missed a bit then? No, see, Carl was doctoring at the start of episode three. Then Stingray's back at his old house, which is now, of course, um, Kyle, Georgia and Sheila's house. Yeah. And um, he's gone into his old room, and I'd like to think that he went in there and interrupted a bit of kick to kick, which would be enough to <laughs> freak out any zombie from the gabers. <laughs> and that's when Stingray calls Dylan a cake taker for having turned the whole house into yes, a brand new yes. house. Yes, but, but then they had to prove to Stingray that he was dead, which um, Luna got out. Oh, sorry, Hope got out the the photo of Stingray, which I'd like to think was a photo of him after he died from the aneurysm. That you <laughs> happened to have. Just to you prove. died of an aneurysm here. I've got it on my phone, and he just. Is concerned about how cool the phone is, which yes. I thought was a really nice moment. Yeah. yeah, and he offered her ten bucks for it, and he did say hafters. Hafters. I applauded <laughs> when he said hafters. I really miss a character that says that. Mm. Oh, and then um, so then Stingray goes back to Toadie's house first yeah. of all, checking that he still lives there, which I thought was cute. Yeah, and then um, he says, "Oh, Toadie looks old," which was sweet. <laughs> yeah, because Toadie's <laughs> been there for a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Toadie says, "We got to get you to a hospital." Mm. Then Stingray's pretty excited to be a zombie. He's yeah, like, yeah. cool. Speaking awesome. <laughs> and then we see we're over in the... Turner House. Turner House, yes, the Turner House. And Dad Cop's there. And we can't quite tell if Dad Cop is dead cop. Or just dull. Just dull, Which yeah. is his usual status quo. Mm, mm. And Hope's there. And it's just a mess. The Turner House has been turned upside down. And... Amber comes in and she's quite sceptical about everything that's going on. But then Dad Cop turns around and says, hi, sweetie. And he's been zombified by Mm. Robbo. And again, (laughs) zombie Dad Cop, not dissimilar to just run-of-the-mill general Dad Cop. He just seemed kind of boring, but with bits bitten out of him. Yeah. And I did find it very hard at this point, especially to keep track of who was who, because a horror movie, Neighbours, everyone just leaves the lights off. Yeah, that's, yes, that's yes, how you so turn Aaron Spur into horror movies. Just send the lighting crew home early. <laughs> <laughs> um, even I noticed later on, Carl and Susan's got their they've got their lounge room lamp on. It's lighting the area around the lounge room lamp, but the whole house is still dark. Yeah. Whereas in normal neighbours, as in every soap opera, they have nineteen lights on. Yeah. And it, everything's massively over. You know what they were missing? They were missing Toad Horse. Yes. The lamp. My lamp. Uh, yes. <laughs> which, is a, which is a lampshade on a horse that Kate um, got no. to take home from one of her, from her visit to the set. Again, I'll Consequently put... plunging the entire of Ramsey Street into horror movie <laughs> darkness. Toad horse held so much power. So let's go into ep three. And this is Carl at Erinsborough Hospital checking out all the zombies. He can even doctor the undead. It's yeah. not just kidney transplants and obs- obstetrics. Yeah, he's chief undead surgeon. Yeah. And, look, he doesn't even need to wait for test results. He declares right then and there that all the readings have come up skew-if. Yeah, mm. the readings are very odd, and it looks like it could be viral. This is this seems infectious from Kyle's uh, stethoscope inspection. And he's got a book. He's so knowledgeable about zombies, though. Where does it come from? Fringe medicine. What, what uni? Fringe is medicine is what he says, and it's from the textbook, which is in colour. Uh, <laughs> this is fringe medicine, but he's looked it up. 
and there are all possible cures, but it's all, it's very X-Files. I don't know. <laughs> and can I just say, Erinsborough Hospital is looking pretty schmick. Hey, there was more than one room. They, yeah. they were in at least two different um, consult rooms there. Yeah, and lots of yeah, lab, yeah. lab equipment. They've really scaled up. And Shuffley Zombie Extras. Yeah. So uh, Sonia and Toadie uh, have come to realise that people are coming back from the dead and it's a really sweet moment where Sonia goes, oh, so that'll mean your ex-wife will be alive, yeah. love. And Toadie's like, yeah, I'm a bit sad about that. And Sonia is the most awesome wife ever because she goes, well, let's go look for her together. Yeah. Because that's what a supportive second mm. wife would do. It was beautiful. Is hold her mm. husband's hand while they drive to the... Lake, the beach. Oh, no, excuse me. The um, would have been the Werribee Sewerage Farm because they got married down at Werribee Mansion, and she went off a sand dune yes. into, into the Port Phillip Bay, right at Werribee right. Beach. Right. Yeah. So that's where they've got the, and they go there. And I just think that's the, that's all I want in a partner is someone who will help me look for my biggest love uh, in zombie form. In zombie form. He's far hotter first wife yeah but i think sonia's way better than d ever was yes. no kb likes kb's oh. got a thing for sonia I'm, a, I'm really big on sonia yeah yeah no no look no, we're no. gonna we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one and can i just oh. point out that the can i just point out that you can tell that this series had a budget because we saw a beach yes. brad on the main show is a surfer we ain't ever seen no beach no, for exactly. that guy he just puts the surfboard on the roof racks and away he drives yeah. Toadie was basically howling at the moon at the beach. <laughs> Although I'm not convinced that it wasn't green screen. It was very, very dark. Yeah, it was day for night lighting as yeah, well that they yeah. do on the movies where they shoot during the day yeah. and put the night filter Didn't look on. Right. No. Um, but also, did you notice that um, Sonia was concerned about Troy returning from the dead? Which she would be, because if you remember, Troy is Dita Bruma, um, yes. Callum's dad, who kind of, what, Sonia, Sonia murdered? Oh my. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I really was keen for zombie Dita Bruma. Oh, he would have been great. So Zombie Dad Cop is now coming after Mason, Hope and Amber. In a very slow, shop mannequin kind mm. of dull zombie way. That's actually just his normal. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. And then Zombie Robbo shows up. And Zombo. Zombo. My, my, my favourite bit here was when uh, Robbo hangs shit on Munter's hair. It was great. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice haircut, mate. <laughs> and then we get right into the action because Mason grabs an axe yeah. and axes Dad Cop. it was a shovel. Oh. In my in my brain, it read as an axe, but, but shovel one, works. It's the lighting, you can't tell what anything no, was. No. It could have been anything. Um, it could have it, it could have been it could have been the toadfish lamp. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just t- total axe to the face, shovel to the face, yeah. whatever it was. I, I think love that he went, could do with more. He went after his dad first rather than Robbo. That's well, I think was Robbo was slightly behind him. Uh, um, it did confuse me as well that he went for the good the good zombie. The slightly better zombie than the really evil zombie. Yeah, yeah. And then, so this is where Carl takes the opportunity to realise, uh-oh, the undead have come back to Ramsey Street. Better go home and check on the missus. See what's going on with the blue box. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is where... Um... There was a, a lovely moment where um, Suze goes, oh, Carl, a miracle's happened. It's so sweet. That is really sweet. And the miracle is that Dan Paris has come back from the dead and yeah. looks better as a zombie than he did back in the day, I think. Oh, no. He, scrubbed he, up he, all was, right. he was a looker back in the day. He was. But I think, I, look, I, I just think, well, he's aged well for a dead yeah. guy. The he years does. have been good to Drew. So this is Drew, Libby's ex-husband, who died shortly after little he, Ben was born. Yeah, he died in some sort of rodeo accident up in Oakey in his hometown in Queensland. Did we, get his, death off, did we get his death off screen? No, I'm pretty sure we saw it. Oh. 
I mean, I don't think we saw him getting trampled by a horse. Yeah, it was, look, it was, yeah. it was traumatic. That's the thing I found with these dead characters coming back is that they were all really, really depressing stories. Yeah, yeah. Like Libby lost the father of her child while he was still a baby. It was mm. just really grim. Mm. Yeah, there's a moment where Kevin Harrington confronts Paul with his evil misdeeds over 20 years. Yeah. And you just realise these people are screwed. <laughs> they really are. There's been too many deaths by... Car accident by shovel by rodeo. Mm. Uh, it's by just, murder. It's a blighted community. Yeah. It is sweet though that Paul says, "You think I'm proud about the things I did back then?" Brackets when I was evil. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, poor Drew wants to know what Libby's up to now. Whether he can see her, and yeah, no, that's when he has to find out. Libby's moved on quite a bit since she's been widowed. Yeah, unfortunately, Drew Libby's contract's up, and she's not going to be back for some time. <laughs> What's tougher for Drew to hear is not that he's a dead guy, but that his missus is is seeing someone else. Yeah. He seems to again, like most of them, roll with the oh, "I've been dead for a while" thing. Yeah. Mm. So Susan says. Four people alive, back, four people back from the dead from one street. What are the odds? <laughs> um, to which Carl says, I don't know, because it's not his area of expertise, although it was in the previous part. Probably, you know, no one else in any other street has died. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we're we back at the hospital. hospital. We're back at the hospital, and David says to Stingray, well, you've got weirder. <laughs> <laughs> but the, there was a lovely bit in the hospital where Stingray and Georgia were catching up, who have yes. never met on the show, but no. of course they're cousins. And they, they recount this family history. Yeah, and Georgia said a great line where she goes, oh, you know, I thought you were cremated. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, it's all for the fans. I don't know, I don't yeah. know who these two people are, but... I do know that <laughs> I do know that the second Carl leaves Drew alone with Susan, he starts necking her. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the climax of episode three, where Drew suddenly turns and starts. Well, I thought for a second he was just making out with her, but he's trying to take a bite out of Susan, but he's very nobly resisting it. Yes. So then we get to the moment where Carl, who is a doctor, says to Drew, "You need to see a doctor." Yes. <laughs> Previously, he was the doctor everyone took the dead people to, and he had a stethoscope and knew when the readings were skewed. But to Drew, he's prepared to to go to a higher authority. Yeah. With Drew, got, I've got to take you to a doctor. Who does Carl answer to? Ah, uh, read Rita the Beta from Prisoner. Ooh, yeah, right. Is that Doctor Jessica? Yes, yeah. yes. But if only they brought back um, Hot Doc, <gasps> who could have been a hot zombie doctor. Reese, hot zombie oh, Reese doctor. Exactly. Well, There's mate, no shortage of dead characters they could have no, resurrected. No, exactly. yeah. And I'll get to this later, but I kind of was disappointed that the big climax scene wasn't every dead character ever mm. as an angry oh, yeah. zombie mob. But, okay, so we leave Ep 3 with Drew and Susan alone in the room and then Drew... Taking a bite out of Susan. So, again, non-fan, don't see the show much, but every time I see Susan, someone else is trying to make out with her. <laughs> it's usually someone with facial hair, though. Right. But yeah. I think it's warranted because Susan is just divine. Hot stuff. Yeah. All right, so we go into Ep 4. Susan's in the hospital and Stingray is hungry. He's hungry for brains. But he's, he's quite upset that um, Drew has bitten Suze and yeah. he's quite protective of her, which was nice. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. So they're trying to keep Drew away from Susan because he's a zombie who might eat her. And Stingray's helping to keep Drew. zombie Drew away from Susan, yeah. even though he might eat her as well. And Carl doesn't seem to mind leaving Susan alone with undead Stingray. And mm. Carl has the great idea of... Uh, sending Stingray to the canteen. Yeah, I love that. Look, it was a dark day for Aaronsborough Hospital right there, but the canteen the was canteen's still open. The canteen's still open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So then we have Carl looking up zombie medicine in the book. Mm-hmm. And then Susan is starting to become a zombie, which I thought was really sad. Mm. It's really sad. Yes. So he's saying it's fringe medicine. He's got it in the textbook. He doesn't have the internet in his phone. No. Um, like Lana Moran does. <laughs> Susan says, all right, we'll put the textbook down. Let's enjoy the time we have left. And I'm pretty sure she's asking for a quickie. <laughs> They could do a bit of yeah. He could do a bit of a mercy kill on her at that stage, much like she did to the terminally ill guy yeah. that she dated for a while. Wow, she did right. Well, right, it was implied. It was well, implied. because because she does. She begs Carl not to let her come back as a zombie, and then he sort hmm. of climbs under the bed in a half um, half embrace, half hump kind of a thing, <laughs> and it's the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> And then Toadie and Sonia come back from unsuccessfully finding D and a blonde wig with seaweed on it uh, zombies them and kills them, I believe. I'm pretty sure that's what happens in that, like, three-second scene. I yeah. missed that. I completely missed that. Yeah, did you see D? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Look, it's... it was very dark on my laptop. Everything yeah. was dark everywhere. Sonia's being incredibly understanding and then we see the back of D's blonde head and then kind of a lunge forward and then it fades to black and we assume oh, D has I'm eaten gonna... both Toadie and yeah. Sonia. I'm going to rewatch that. it looked like it might have been seaweed. It looked like it might have been an antler. A flower crown. It could have been, honestly, it could <laughs> well, have been. to be been... honest, if, if you watch the scene of her flying off the sand dune cliff, um, it was just a bit of yellow hair sticking out of an old <laughs> Commodore window. <laughs> a paper cut-out doll in a, in a Tonka truck. Exactly. And then we have, we finish up at four with Carl working on this virus cure. Oh, which he's even working on. on it. There, there was a cute oh, moment sorry. between um, Zombie David and Paul where he talks about, you know, uh, he goes, oh, so it was your psycho son that caused the plane tr- crash. And Paul goes, he was troubled. Troubled. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he caused a horrific death. He's a very, yeah. David's a very nice zombie. Some issues to work <laughs> out. Yeah, he really is. All he, all he wants to do is sit down and talk. Mm. Meanwhile, Carl developed a cure off camera. Uh, he says, and I'm quoting, I think I may have found a cure, but I daren't use it on Susan because it might kill her. And Zombie Drew, who turned Susan into a zombie, mm. goes, yeah, I totally get that, so I'll take the cure mm. to test it out. Which There's a lot of exposition and plot in that one scene, and Alan Fletcher nails it. There must have been quite a lot in that mystery textbook that had Carl solving the <laughs> cure to this virus. In- Maybe the mystery textbook is actually just the Book of Secrets. <gasps> It's um the it's the erotic fiction that will be soon to be published under Lou's pseudonym, Fringe Medicine slash Erotic Fiction. Yeah, and then we have a really sad moment, poignant oh, moment with Drew addressing the camera. By More the way, yeah, no, he, camera. he was doing his own YouTube video for Libby and Ben saying farewell. So I thought it was beautiful. Now this is the mercy killing. This is Carl filming. Drew's last will and testament and leaving him to die on his own by the way so here I've set the video up and essentially and I don't think he's thought this through he's leaving evidence of his own Dr. Philip Nitschke moment (laughs) he says I'll inject you with my crazy cure you're probably going to die here's a tape I'll just leave you I'll see you later I'm going to be humping dead Susan (laughs) but uh, then um, poor um, Drew flatlines which then my husband pointed out why did a zombie have a heartbeat to begin with there's a lot of unexplained. It's fringe medicine. No one knows. Yeah. No one knows. But look, I think Ben's going to be pretty tra- traumatised by that video when he watches it back, <laughs> probably on um, Hope's YouTube channel. Not so much by the death, but by Drew's weird deathbed haiku. <laughs> he, he, he does a nice riff on why he didn't look anybody up and go and find them during the brief period he was back from the dead, which is kind of cute. That's why I would, I would put in a message. But yeah. then he does this waterfalls... 
Rosemary yeah. time. Mm. Just rand. I'd, I'd, I like to think it was Dan Paris improvising on whatever it was Dr. Carl injected him with. Because mm. he just, it, it made no sense to no. me at all. It's kind of like an AI where his brain's kind of like a computer that's exploding. Yes. yes. Random data. And so that's where we leave Drew and we go into the final part, part five, which is Amber and Hope, who I'd missed. We hadn't had her in a couple of episodes yeah. and I really missed her. And Amber, who, by the way, they've really glammed up for these mm. webisodes. They've got, I think they put a bit of a hair extension in mm. and made her up. I mean, she has been living in her car the last couple of weeks yeah. on the main show. Oh, but speaking of cars, they're back in Hermione. Who has been, much like every other character, resurrected from the dead. Yes, that car really needs to have been gone, sent to the wreckers quite some time ago. Now, here's where they're hoping thingy are in this purple car. Yep. And they're contemplating the end of civilization. Yep. And Hope is a bit sad because her dad Todd yeah. didn't come back. Even though every zombie she's seen has been killing people, she <laughs> would still wouldn't mind seeing Christian well, Schmidt one more would time. Have nice, would have been once. Would have been nice to have met my zombie dad and, da, and da, seen Dan him Paris ripping people. To, yeah, Dan Paris got to do the farewell video. Maybe Todd could have done that. Well, never met you. You were a fetus. Well, but, maybe, yeah, maybe. But for, as far as Hope's concerned, all mm. of the zombies have come back trying to kill people. Mm. Damn! I wish my dad had done that. I think she just wanted more blog content. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, and at this point, we've now... Oh, oh, no, we haven't. I was going to say we've come full episode circle, but this is where Rombo, Zombo Rombo comes back and gets run over for what I didn't realise was oh. the second time. Hang on. Yes. I miss this part too. It must have been very dark at this stage. <laughs> so he got run over yeah. in the same spot, so was it? So Zombo Robbo comes back and Amber runs him down. Oh, fantastic. Well, she's got revenge for the old sex video. It was brilliant. Yeah. And then we've come full. We've come full episode circle, and we see that everybody gathered in the courtyard in the Lassiter's complex. Lassiter's yeah. complex, they, they surrounded the, by zombies. They were at the man, man shed, I think, and then they got to Harold's extremely quickly. I don't know how that works out. Well, because in in Erinsborough, you can either walk places, or someone can drive you, or you can get a taxi. Yeah. But usually to the never airport. turns up. Yeah. Well, while everyone was walking to this space, Dr. Carl has developed and has become, quote, virtually certain he's found a cure. Mm. Yeah, because he's tested it out on Susan. Yeah, even though it failed on so, Drew. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Drew's dead again. Susan has just a nice pretty bandage on her neck and is just a little bit sleepy. And they're in Harold's now, aren't they? Yeah, and all the zombies are gathering. And this is the biggest disappointment of an otherwise great little miniseries mm. is that all those extra zombies weren't previous characters. Mm. They I were think just they probably extras. were. You just couldn't tell because of the lighting. Yeah. And I'm, I guess... I'm pretty sure that Kylie and Jason came back for it and just just got washed out in the background. Kylie and Jason are still alive, KB. What? <laughs> they live in <laughs> Queensland. Oh. <laughs> um, but I think... You're right, because I did see one of the zombies had a school dress on, and I think that was that girl, Jessica, was it, who went out with Zeke for a little while, and she got crushed in that um, in that nightclub explosion. Oh, man, that's a long time ago. I can't remember that. Well, it's more <laughs> I recent. remember, yeah. <laughs> it was... don't, don't worry, Kate, I've got it here on my phone. <laughs> Every death ever I've got right here on my phone, yeah. and I don't even have to swipe through an album of cat pictures to show it to you. <laughs> Um, but there was a cute moment there where David's banging on the door of Harold's trying to be let in. You know, it's the cafe named after his dad. And then Paul is quite reticent about letting him in. And um, On account of you trying to kill me, David. Yeah. And then he goes, well, who 
doesn't want to kill you, Paul. Yeah, he sasses Paul. <laughs> Very true. So we're now in the classic uh, zombie climax of all the heroes are holed up, in, barricaded inside the building, and there's people begging to get in. Meanwhile, April and... April, I want to call Amber. it... Uh, Amber and uh, Lana Moran get eaten by the crowd of zombies. Yeah, really quickly, just briefly, just eaten up. These are five minute episodes. We got to yeah, we got to yeah. slam through Don't it. Don't look so down. Someone died. I was typing. It's Carl, yeah. Susan, and Paul are the only people left alive, and David's trying to get in. Yeah, and we have a brief cameo from Kyle and Bossy the dog. Oh yes. Oh, and our Kyle is Space Camp. No, 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 that, no that was Bailey. Bailey. So Kyle <laughs> is Kyle is Dyla Kyle. He's a bit simple. Yeah. But handsome. For a minute I thought we were going to get a zombie dog, but it did not happen. But Kyle has this great moment where he goes, Oi, you bunch of brain munchers. And then he then he gets a bit scared and he runs off going, Gran. Yeah. And, I, and again, I thought we were going to get zombie Colette Nan. Oh, it did not happen. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wait, is Colette Nan dead? No. No, oh. like but she could have been. If she'd been in it, she could have. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. So then there was the big reveal about who, what, what had caused the zombies. <gasps> This whole plot goes straight to the mayor's office. And Amber turns to Paul and says, you know a lot about this. Because he happens to realise that David is in his final phase. Yes. uh, Because Paul's been keeping records. Because Paul, in a really, really complicated uh, plot that they unveiled in one sentence, and this is brilliant, Mm. has been bringing them back with a team of scientists and technicians in order to, and I'm not real clear on what, Oh no! Well, well he's. Um, we are clear on what. Oh, we're, we're, well, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'd like to think he was doing his experiments in the Lasseter's dark room as well. <laughs> yeah, I'd just like to think that. But um, his failed zombie experiments—he's been dumping the chemicals into the um, Lasseter's lake, which... and which I think was genius. They blame on a lazy contractor. <laughs> the lazy contractor was dumping the toxic waste into the river. <laughs> which turns out is next to the cemetery, which we've never seen before. Yeah. But why is he doing this, Vaya? Because he wanted to reconnect with Kate, his dead niece, mm. oh. who died earlier this year. And also Priya and Cameron, the good twin. Oh, yeah, he kept listing people and I just yeah. forgot. Priya, who he had an affair with. He was giving her a good stumping. A little bit inappropriate. <laughs> but um, she'd be a particularly ugly zombie to bring back because she was severely burnt in the Toadie and Sonya's wedding explosion. Oh, well, remember though, you can recover from cremation too if you're True. a zombie. Yeah, she would have just been her usual gorgeous self. Mm-hmm. So curse Paul Robinson, the confusingly motivated fiend. He is responsible for the end of mankind. Yep. So Paul wanted to give people a chance at a second life and that's the moment where Susan says... Paul Robinson is responsible for the end of mankind. Would have made a good headline. Which harks back to Susan's days as the editor of the Erinsborough News, now defunct Erinsborough News. Oh, that's a shame. Why, why wouldn't that have come back too? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to eat the hospital. Just a ratty old newspaper. <laughs> so that's the end. I felt like we could have had a bit more wrap-up. Like I was a bit sad yeah. at the way Hope made, met her end. Mm. And yeah. I thought I know I was kind of hoping for a few more dead dead pals. I, look, on the whole, I was quite impressed with uh, the series. Yeah. It's quite entertaining. A lot of storylines for was it you know like about twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. Up? It was a hoot. It was yeah. hilarious. It was beautifully shot, mm. and we got a cracking song out of it. Yeah, yeah. And, it was really funny, even for me, who and I didn't understand what the shit was going on. <laughs> At almost any point, but it was really fun, and uh, and they were clearly having a ball doing it. Yeah. And it, you know, it makes me want blooper reels, and it, make, it it was just like their Christmas tape. And you know what? This opens up the possibility for an annual tradition mm. to have a Halloween, maybe just one webisode every yeah. Halloween, where another character Perfect. comes back. Their own Treehouse of Horrors. Yes. Yep. I'd watch that. 
you know, I thought it was really great seeing what good actors they've had whose characters have since died. You know, they bring back all these actors whose characters are still alive and it's just, you know, there's some really good ones that we don't see anymore. Yeah, and it just yeah. reminds me of the horrible trauma that faces mm. everyone that comes through that street. Mm. But overall, job well done. Neighbours yes. versus Zombies. I want Hope on the show. Yes. Get Lana Moran over to the main <laughs> show immediately. Neighbours won. Neighbours fought the zombies and Neighbours won. Yes. Yes. Thanks for listening to this bonus edition of the Neighbours Podcast. You can find us at facebook.com slash neighbourspodcast or at neighbourspod on Twitter. Kate, where are you? I'm at Remude on Twitter. KB? You can't find me. I'm dead. <laughs> Surprise twist. I was dead all along. <laughs> at Kynan B. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.